This is Faith. And this is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go For One, a podcast about kind of normal women talking about kind of normal things. This is our dedication to all the good feels that come from just spending even just a half hour with your bestie. All topics include celebrities, to motherhood, to marriage, to divorce, to wellness, astrology, and the latest beauty trends. Whether you're at your desk, in your car, working out, or just enjoying some alone time. Hey, Faith. Hey, Anna. Let's just go for one. Well, hello, Faith. Welcome back. It feels good to be home. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we are back with our really expensive podcast equipment. Yes. That I now understand its worth. Yeah. As with other things, I will no longer take our podcast equipment for granted during quarantine. I know. (laughs) We just spent about an hour and a half trying to figure out a uh, full hour and a half. Yeah. A Zoom (laughs) while recording on Anchor. Yes. And then it didn't help that none of my headphones were working for some reason. Right. So then we decided that it was a beautiful day out. So I was just going to drive over Anna's house and we were sitting six feet apart. We are. Actually, we're probably around seven. Yeah. And we are podcasting social distance friendly. Far away cheers. We both are drinking Palomas. Yeah. It is past noon. Whatever. It's been a morning. Who cares? Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. It really took us a while to figure that whole mess out. It was so funny because, I mean, we would be done recording at this point. Yeah, we would be done already. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. We're just getting started, kids. It just postponed our entire day. But, you know, we didn't have anything to do or anything. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's totally fine. It's totally it's fine. fine. I'll so, tell you what. It is hot as balls out here. I know. I don't know how you're in a sweatshirt. I definitely want to take it off. Do you think, can you do stuff while I take this off? Yeah, I can right. totally do stuff. Do you want a song or do you want to dance? <laughs> I will take whatever. (laughs) But yeah, so we um, originally were going to try to do this from home, but technology got the best of us. And now I'm at Anna's house outside. Um, But it is a glorious day. It's nice to have this nice weather. It feels so much better. It makes quarantine so much more bearable. 100%. Plus, I don't have my kids this weekend, so that's kind of nice. Fantastic. Ooh, it's hot. It is hot. I'm going to get a little tan. I know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I'm facing the wrong way. It's okay. My shoulders need it. <laughs> All right. So, hi, Anna. Hi. It's so good to see you in person. I know. It's it really so is nice. nice. To see your face. It is good to see humans. Yes. I it know. Is. It's hard not to hug, but it's okay. I'm, I'm resisting the urge. Yes. I know. <laughs> I know. It's a little bit easier for me because I'm not a big hugger. But yeah. <laughs> even I wanted to hug you today. I, I really know. did. I, I know. Really this did. is exciting. Yeah. By the way, you guys should know when I pulled up to Anna's house, she was like one woman, (laughs) superwoman, pulling a mattress out of the side of the house. I just want to point that out. And then I was like, I can't even go in to help her because that would be breaking social distancing. But like, I'm watching her drag a huge mattress across. She's like, no big deal. I just got this all the way down from my bedroom. I'm like, cool. I mean, the best part was it literally slid down the stairs. So it was super easy. There was no pivoting? No. Pivot. 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 There was some pivoting. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, man. It is lovely. I'm just really excited about this weather right now. I know. It does feel glorious. It does. So anyways. Yes. So how are you? I'm okay. Do we have a wait what? We have some wait what's for this podcast. Um, As you guys know, we have been doing the live podcast on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So last Sunday, we did it with our children. Yes. Which was actually kind of fun. Um, it was fun, but my kids, the best part was about three seconds, up until three seconds before recording, 
on Instagram, Jude was like, I don't want to do this. I go, that's totally fine. You don't have to do it for sure. I'm like, you really don't. If you don't want to be part of it, you don't have to. Max, meanwhile, is like making sure he looks okay. I'm like, get out of here. Oh my gosh. Um, But then Jude was like the biggest ham once the camera started. Total ham. Yeah. Total ham. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good time. And then we also had my mom on the podcast, which literally made her life. But then she has been asking, so how can I watch that? Where is it saved? I'm like, no, mom, it goes away after 24 hours. She's like, so I can never have any proof that I was on your podcast? And I was like... Sorry, Linda. No. So we're going to have to eventually get her back on the podcast because, you know, her dreams were like quickly given to her and then taken away very quickly. (laughs) Exactly. She was not happy about that. I know. Poor thing. So Um, (laughs) I think we have, why don't you start with the weight what's? So I have a lot of weight what's. Mm -hmm. Um, A few of them we've decided to nix because they're repeats of things we talked about (laughs) on Mother's Day. I will tell you, this is a new weight what. So yesterday... Um, I took a really hot shower. I had a day yesterday. Yesterday, mm. so we've been kind of talking about our quarantine journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, but yesterday was a day for me. Yesterday, I hit like an all-time low. So it was just a rough day. I did ask Anna. She said there were three planets in retrograde. In retrograde. So I'm just going to blame yes. it on that. But um, I had a rough day yesterday. So I took a really, really, really hot shower. I just wanted to like literally like like burn all the badness away. Right. Mm -hmm. So I come out of the shower and my kids are home. They're sitting down like Dan's outside and I opened the bathroom door and there was so much smoke that came out. Our smoke alarm went off. Right. So from the steam from your shower, from my shower coming out of my bathroom. Yeah. So the smoke alarm starts going off. Let me tell you what my children's reactions were. Oh no. Keely goes, Oh my God, that's so annoying. Can you turn that off? And Kennedy goes, what is that noise? That's so alarming. She goes, what is going on? And she's like, you need to tell them to be quiet. I'm playing Fortnite with my friends. And I go, hey, assholes, both of you, that's a smoke alarm. So if that should ever go off when we're not home, that means get out of the fucking house. Oh, my God. Yeah, they literally were just like so annoyed by the smoke alarm. They, <laughs> they just were, were so put out by annoyed. it. They were like, Kennedy's like, I'm playing Fortnite. My friends can hear this. Can you turn it off? And I'm like, hey, guys, just so you know, this should yeah. be like, granted, it was from my shower. Right. But I'm like, this means exit. Yeah. What are they teaching you in school? <laughs> oh, wait, you've been homeschooled. Yeah. I know exactly what they're teaching you. You know what? Okay, so maybe now we need to have some fire drills. We're going to have some homeschool fire drills. Yeah. For sure. That's a great yeah, idea. And I'm going to like put the ladders on the room, make their asses climb down and go across the street. And oh, yeah, we're going to teach them all the stuff. Oh, my God. That's so smart. I yeah. know. Now's the time that they start having them again. So yeah. Teach them survival. I keep getting a whiff of dog shit. So I'm sorry about that. Apparently, I missed one. No, I think it's like fertilizer. No, it's definitely dog oh, shit. Oh, it's dog shit. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely trying to help shit. you out. I, I mean, your your no. garden, your landscaping looks beautiful. Oh, thank you. I figure like this time of year, you get whiffs of that kind of stuff because people are doing like their landscaping. That's hardcore summer. Oh, my God. There is like some yeah. kind of manure plant near the village of Hampton. There is. In, like Eden. I get it when I come out of the salon really bad. Yes. Like bad whiffs of it. It's and I'm like, bad, what is yeah. happening? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. And then I start getting conscious. I'm like, oh, is it me? Oh my God. Did I wipe manure instead yeah. of deodorant on me today? Is there a cow following me? <laughs> what's happening? And just shitting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is that what's happening? For sure. Um, so one of my weight what's, which I think, let's be honest, this whole episode is a weight what. Pretty much. Um, I have two dear friends of mine who have had 
babies. <gasps> oh, within that's a week exciting. of each other. I cannot even tell you, Faith. Like, especially during this time when there's so much uncertainty, right? And there's so much fear around, fear of everything, of going to the store, of being your people, of right. just getting sick, of death, of dying, of disease, everything. To have a beautiful life enter this is bringing me life, I have oh, to say. Oh, I love that. It is so sweet. Like, these little babies that are mm-hmm. born in the middle of, like, all of this fear is just such a beautiful reminder that there is so much love and there is so much life. That is really cool. I love yeah. that. And I feel like when you see those things happening, like, you see these babies being born and stuff. Right. Like, you know how, like, when you're going through something there's only very few moments in your life where you really, it kind of sinks in like what is actually going on. Right. I feel like quarantine is one of those things that there are probably, especially when you see like births or weddings or anything like that going on. It just, it, it makes it very like you really understand that you're living in a part of history Mm -hmm. that is going to be talked about for years and years and years for the rest of our lives. Like we're living through it right now. Like this is crazy. Like I, I'm, so um, interested to hear the conversations that happen 20 years from now about quarantine. I know, right? And these quarantine babies and the quarantine weddings and the yeah. all of it. It's really interesting. Even the graduations, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think for me, and I just, I was talking about this actually with the girls I work with, um, you know, there's a lot of fake news out there. Right. There is. And, and there's a lot of bullshit you kind of have to muddle through mm-hmm. and not a lot of facts. And right. for me, I've just really taken like a gigantic step of effort to refocus on only stories that are going to make me feel positive. Right. Because they're giving us dates all the time and they're giving us all this stuff. And until like, nobody, I, knows. nobody knows. And until they actually say these things are going to open this day, yeah. I'm just kind of like, I can't listen to the news as much. I mm-hmm. know that when I need to know something, I will because 80 people will text me about it. Right. And I love that we're talking about babies being born. I love watching some good news with John Krasinski. Yes. I love the good stories out there because actually this is one of my topics I wanted to talk about was one thing to come out of quarantine that I think has been um, a really big eye-opener is people's character. Yeah. For better or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I, in my experience, it's been more better than worse, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, having those moments, kind of finding the silver linings. You know, right. we just had our very good friend Amber. Shout out to Amber. It was her 40th birthday. Yes. And, um, you know, I was talking to her the day before, and I don't think she'll mind me saying this. She was a little depressed. You know, it's her 40th. She was supposed to be out of town. Yeah. She was supposed to be on a trip. I'm supposed to be in Sedona right now. Oh, it's like, you know, she was supposed to be away. And, you know, we were talking about how she was so sad that this is how she has to spend her birthday. Mm-hmm. But Amber and I, because our kids are in school together, mm-hmm. they're in the same grade. And I have to literally call her every other day to help me with <laughs> Kennedy's homework. So she gets 911 calls from me every day. Right. She's been helping with creative time. So in return, I try to buy crafts for our kids and stuff because I feel like I need to help out as well because she's really been amazing. But I said, you know, one silver lining of all this is how close you and I have become. Yeah. We talk every single day. We go over, we work out together in the morning, like Mm -hmm. um, via Zoom, like on Rise or whatever. Right. But I mean, it's like, okay, there's a silver lining. She's like, yeah, that's, you know, I didn't think about that. I'm like, listen, people's character, your neighbors, your friends, people that you, one thing that has been really big is human connection. Yeah, exactly. 
you know? So with a lack of human connection. With a lack of human connection. How is that? That's like podcasting. Podcasting foreshadowing <laughs> quarantine. It's human connection without a human connection. Yes. But really, I think that that is something that has actually been really wonderful to see. It, it, it gives me hope, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're all going to be better people coming out of this because everyone's just going to have a better appreciation for what they have. 100%. You know, 100%. but I love talking about babies. I know. Oh, so sweet. Well, actually, this goes into um, the next thing. Apparently, all of my um, wait, what's are themed <laughs> around <laughs> wait, life I'm, events. I'm super impressed that you know all of your wait, what's and you have no notes in front of you. They're definitely just coming into my head right now. Cool. Not lie. Okay. Because I don't even know where I put my notes at this point. <laughs> I don't know if you saw me pushing that mattress down the stairs. <laughs> We're good. Um, but so I received a Save Our New Date from oh. a cousin who was supposed to get married in August. And I have to say, first of all, I read it and I cried because, oh. well, for, I cry like sad. three times a day. Yes. No, I actually cried because it was so beautiful. Oh. Because just the way they worded it, they were like, you know, it's not ideal, but we thought it was best for the safety of everybody mm-hmm. to postpone it until next year. But what they are doing is they are getting, they're having their own um, personal ceremony. And then next year will just be the celebration. celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. But just the way they worded it, like I can't imagine the amount of time that goes into planning a wedding is insane. Yeah. I mean, you book them a year or more out because it's just, it's so much. We are getting hit with emails from brides for the salon Mm -hmm. that are canceling and trying to reschedule. And then rescheduling yeah. for August, but saying we don't even know if it's going to happen in August. Yeah. And, you know, we, our response has just been like, whatever, like yeah. we'll make what it work. Need? Yeah. You know, exactly. It's so tough. It is. And just to kind of like, again, find like the beauty in, in the change. Like we cannot right. control anything that's going on right now. Right. Clearly we cannot control anything <laughs> going on right now, but just finding that silver lining and right. like, it's hard. It is. It's hard to find that. And just letting yourself have that whole grieving process. too. Yes. You have to grieve it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you can be grateful and still grieve. Yes. At the same time. Totally agree. Like, be grateful for your health. Be grateful for the health of your family. Yes, of course. But don't, don't, discount the fact that you're having feelings right now. Mm-hmm. Absorb all of it. And you're allowed feel to feel them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You're allowed to grieve things. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And because have those moments. And you know that there are bigger things out there and there are bigger problems out there and you pull yourself out of it. Yeah. But you 100% are allowed to mourn and grieve the things you're missing because of us. Yeah. And yeah. if you can't pull yourself out of it by yourself and you need to rely on a support system, yep. even if that includes a stranger with the doctorate. Right. Like let that that happen. Or in our case, Anna yesterday who had to take my 17 (laughs) text messages because I was losing my mind. No. And that's what it's about (laughs) though. It's about, I think that while we can't be together physically, I think that we are really finding our people mentally and emotionally. I agree. And then the other thing is too, I mean, the other silver lining Mm -hmm. is you're really going to know whether you want to marry that person at the end of this. I mean, let's just be honest. Especially if you live together. This is real. I was like, I think people are literally going to come out of quarantine and they're going to have babies. Yeah. Or they're going to be like, 
divorce. Yeah, like exactly. Hardcore divorce. And I think yeah. that's, well, this is the whole thing about endings and beginnings, though, yep. is that when you go through a process like this, mm-hmm. where most people don't go through it collectively, right? they go through it like when something happens in their life. Right. But this is a collective trauma. Yeah. So for all of us to go through this collectively and then come out of it collectively mm-hmm. and think like, you know what? Maybe I'm not. I, listen, between quarantine and between everything that's going on astrologically and yeah you know I'm going to bring it up there are I love it yeah there are three planets in retrograde right now and after we take our break I will grab my phone so I can talk about all of them in depth (laughs) but they are all about different things Mm -hmm. so whatever and two of them are in Capricorn which means that if you have a Capricorn uh sun sign or moon sign you're gonna feel it more and with that like you you can't hide from it right that's the main thing here is everything that we're going through, you can't hide from it. You can't wish it away. You can't just like, well, now you can actually just like hide under the covers. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> you That's definitely can. That, that is one thing you can that do. That can work. Yes. <laughs> um, but like it, it's, it's coming up. So yeah. you can either rise to the occasion and realize that this is a real opportunity for growth for mm-hmm. everybody. And in order to get to that growth though, growth though, that was hard to say. That's okay. Maybe I need a voice coach. Uh, <laughs> you have to get through the shit part of it. Yeah. That's the thing. Phoenix don't rise without the ashes, yo. So we're back. Yellow. And I want to thank you for making me this amazing Paloma because oh, it welcome. is really hitting the spot yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm glad my... <laughs> Uh, hot coffee is out of here now because, (laughs) dear God, that was a lot. So speaking of things we're celebrating while in quarantine, Dan graduated. (gasps) Congratulations, Dan. So that was super exciting. After the three years he's been at UB for his administration degree, he graduated. And we had like a little surprise Zoom graduation. It Which was Anna so was there. Fun. It was so cute. Our, my kids made him a diploma. He was totally surprised. But my parents kind of stole the show of his graduation. <laughs> so we had my parents, my in-laws, and other family members. This was their first time using Zoom. Oh, my God. And you know all those skits on like SNL and all of those things <laughs> about people using Zoom for the first time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That happened with my parents. <laughs> My mom's computer, apparently, the camera would not work. So my mom couldn't see. And also, we couldn't see her. But mind you, we had about 20 people on Zoom, oh, some man. of which were Dan's coworkers, his, like, principal, um, the people he, his mentors that he interned under in other school districts. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you hear my mother, now, how come I can't see anything on the screen? <laughs> now, now, what's going on? And then my dad going, Lynn, Lynn, you don't have the computer the right. Oh my no, God. I have the computer on. It says on. So much I can amazingness. Hear... Now, mind you, everybody's listening. It's... Everybody's listening. I mean, personally, I was so, real pleased with it. I literally was like, Mom, everybody can hear you right now. You need to stop yelling. And she's <laughs> like, I don't understand, but I did my hair and makeup for this. How come the camera's not oh, working? Oh, she was so mad that her hair She was so <laughs> mad. So the whole time, and even like when Dan finally got on, so all you could see of my parents was the picture of my mom because she went on Zoom earlier and set up her account. Oh my so God. So luckily there was at least a picture of her and she looked gorgeous in the picture. So I'm like, mom. She did. She, did. she looked so, so fancy. I know. So I was like, you look great. But like Dan gets on and he's like, oh my gosh, hi everyone. And my mom's like, well, you can't see us. 
I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, the best was when she saw or when she heard, saw whatever that I was on. Oh, God. And she was like, oh, she can't even see me. I know she did. She goes, Anna, you can't see me. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Mom, also, there's more than just Anna on here. I Can know. We, like... I felt so bad. Yeah. And so then... I mean, clearly we know who her favorite friend is, though. Uh, for sure. And then yeah. we hang up, and my mom's, like, texting me, can you please FaceTime us so this wasn't a total waste of my hair and makeup? Oh, my God. So we FaceTimed, well, and she looked gorgeous. That but... is, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you were your mother's daughter. <laughs> Because nobody <laughs> wants to waste that. No, nobody wants to waste that. So we did we did FaceTime with them after. But I, I tell oh my people, God. my parents, like, you remember the show Everybody Loves Raymond? Yes. That's my parents. That is amazing. 1,000% that's my parents. I love that that's your dad. That is my- one, like... I love my dad. I am a daddy's girl. I love my dad, but right. he is very curmudgeon. Oh, I love and it. And he for sure is like the total opposite of my mom. And mm. they are like oil and was oil and water. Oil and water, yeah. But they are very comedic. Uh, and I actually think in high school, and I'm not even joking, our voicemail for a long time was my parents arguing about how to do a voicemail. Oh my and god. And then the beep. And stop we just it. left it for like stop years because I was it. like, this is and then my mom fixed it one time and I was mad. I was like, What happened to the good voicemail? Yeah. <laughs> So there's my parents. <laughs> oh, man, that was so amazing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was so glad I was part of that. Also, <laughs> congratulations, Dan. <laughs> That's obviously part of it, too. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, so I've got my next one. Really, I mean. I know a couple of your weight what's because you said you had a couple weight what's. You had yeah. a Zoom weight what? That you figured out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A um, Zoom one. Yeah. So I've only been using Zoom for, I don't know. Well. Quarantine. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> we I've all discovered Zoom. times before. Yeah. But that's it. But we could not understand why we, I could not understand because I've done majority of my readings on Zoom. Right. And a lot of them have gone over. 40 minutes. Yeah. Which is like the allotted time for free. Right. And right. I was like, man, universe is really helping me out. Thanks, <laughs> universe. No, what actually happened was Zoom is only a 40-minute limit if you are three or more people. Yes. Which, I mean, was life-changing for me. So, like, when Anna and I first started doing the podcast with Zoom, I was like, well, we can do Zoom, but, you know, when we get around 40, 40 we're going to have to stop. We're going to get cut off. We, we are oh, totally going to get cut off. We have to remember that now that we're back on normal, we're going to get cut off at 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. We should probably keep track of that. hmm Yeah. <laughs> How long was that last? Who knows? Oh, what no. day is it? Oh, I 16. Know. I stopped oh, it. Oh, great. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, we just we made that discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, we are like technical geniuses. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. We're going to start our own t- IT company now. <laughs> our new, what the hell is it called? Let's just go for one. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I was trying to think of the word for like the tech companies in California. Silicon Valley. Oh, Silicon Valley, yeah. Or Silicon Valley. Silicon? I think silicone is the stuff that goes in your boobs. It is, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Not that in also might be silicon, too, actually. <laughs> no, it's definitely silicone. Oh, that's silicone? Yes. Well, we could be Silicone Valley. Oh. Maybe we can get some <gasps> boob sponsors. Yeah. Boob sponsors. We're going to come back and be like, we're going to start doing this all only live, and we're going to have gigantic boobs. That would be amazing. Yeah. And I'm butts. Totally now it's a that. butt thing, too. I don't really want my butt done. I don't need that done. Yeah. <laughs> at all. That's not on my list of needs. Um, so I had teletherapy this week on, I have it every Tuesday. So 
I was telling my counselor, I said, I have been such a pill <laughs> for like since like the weekend. I go, I don't know what's going on. And she's like, really? She's like, okay, so, you know, tell me what's going on. So I said, I'm just really angry. I'm super emotional. I cannot figure it out. And I said, last Thursday was the anniversary of our divorce. I go, and tomorrow was our anniversary of our wedding. And then I lost my shit. Aww. And I start sobbing. And I looked at her and I go, hey, I think I realized what was going on. You just figured it out. <laughs> yes. We had a good laugh after that. Anyway, so yeah. So talking about grieving and grieving processes, processes, whatever. Um, I did not. So we had talked about this um, last summer and last fall that like, I feel like last summer I was really like grieving. Yes, for sure. The divorce. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I've gone through the grieving. You know, this is, I'm okay now. I feel good. And I realized that like grief for anything, any kind of loss, it is not a one and done kind of thing. It is a process for a reason. And you go through the whole process and then you go through it again. Yeah. Like, And it really was like an eye-opening moment for me last week, earlier this week, again, what day is it, um, that I realized like, oh, this this is just going to happen now. Right. Like, and right. to really kind of like take a step back and realize that um, it's not like it could be 10 years down the road. It could be 20 years down the road. It could be next week. Yeah. Like this is the, this is my life. This is the process. And you'll of never my life. forget those dates. Yeah. That'll exactly. always every year. I think with time, mm -hmm. it won't be as hard of a thing yes. to. Yes. Um, not swallow, but you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think like any kind of loss, like yeah. it does, it doesn't get better. It just gets more manageable. That's a great way of wording it. Yeah. That's Where, a great like, way. You don't, you don't forget that loss. Right. But you learn how to navigate your life around it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's super important. Like, to just realize that because I feel like for me, and I think I'm a pretty woke person. Yeah, I said it. Um, <laughs> okay, Leah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was such an eye-opening moment. So I was um, talking to a friend of mine and she's like, oh, yeah, who is also divorced. And she's like, listen, you will have moments when all of a sudden you're triggered and you're like, mm -mm, like yeah. angry about it again. She's like, or you're sad about it. She's like, it, just feel through all of it because it's not, it's not this all of a sudden, like this certain amount of time has passed right. and now I'm okay. Well, now everything's yeah, okay. Even though like, and I think for you, it probably surprised you too, because you guys really had, um, a manageable, right. I guess, divorce. Right. Right. This wasn't like this. Um, it it was a, uh, it was a it lot wasn't to go terrible. Through. But it yes. It, I it, mean, it sucked. But it wasn't. Let me put it this way. Yeah. It was terrible. It was hard. Mm -hmm. You went through everything. You went into very dark places with it. Mm -hmm. But you also knew it was the right decision. Right. So this is you going into a divorce, knowing this is the right decision. Right. And you spend all the these the you spend a lot of time imagining your life once you're divorced, right? right? Yeah. And and you know this is the right decision. As your friend, I can be a testament to the fact that I think you guys are co-parenting 
you know, for the most part, beautifully better than most people I know. Thank you. So I feel like that being said again, you wouldn't think that it's not like you guys don't speak to each other. There's right. tons of like, you know, animosity, animosity and right. it's a mess. Like you guys are, you know, you're managing it beautifully. So I think it would come as a surprise when all of a sudden that date kind of trigger something in you mm-hmm. um, because you're like, well, why am I sad? I shouldn't be sad. This is a great thing. I'm doing right. this on my own. I'm doing what yeah. I, but you're right. There's still a, a loss there, right? There's still something to mourn. Um, it's still an ending of yeah. something and also a beginning to something else. It's a day that stood for a lot for you. Yeah. You know, and it, it was so interesting too, because I was talking to the boys about, so now it's been like a good year and a half since, um, a little longer since we've lived together. Right. And I was uh, playing with the boys yesterday and I was like, Hey, what are some ideas about what to get dad for father's day? Like, you know, let's think about it. And Max was like, well, I've got an idea, but I know you're going to say no. And I'm like, well, you know, let's, yeah, let's cross let's, that let's bridge. Let's see it. Yeah. It. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give me, give me what you got. He's like, to have dad move back in. I go, yeah, no, that's not happening. Yeah. But, I mean, and I think that, I'm so glad that that happened and that yeah. he said that because not only for me, but for them, like, yeah. again, it's, it's, they're grieving that for too. sure. Yeah. Right. And I think it's just, it's just been really eye opening and really, um, almost like releasing mm-hmm. to number one, like admit that, Hey, I know that this is the best decision. Right. I do not regret anything at right. all. But it doesn't mean I don't feel that loss, though. 1,000%. And I think you'll feel it every year in different ways. Right. Exactly. I think I'll probably feel it, like, all the goddamn time, because apparently all I do is cry now. So, So I feel, yeah, it was just super interesting. And, yeah. Hi. And we're back. And we're back. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to let you start this one. (laughs) So we had another topic I wanted to talk about. My friend, codename Rico, who I've talked about before on this podcast. I'll tell you who it is when we're not on the podcast. I love that. That's the code name. He specifically asked for a Latin name. Oh. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's like the whitest guy possible. That's hilarious. Aside from my husband. Well, you know, Rico is Jude's middle name. Oh. What? Yeah, because that was my grandmother's maiden name. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! See, this That's is why I love it's that. all meant to be. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. So my obviously. friend Rico, mm-hmm. we had a whole discussion because they need to buy a new mattress. Speaking of mattresses, oh, <laughs> and then they were talking about water beds, and he's like, "Did you ever have a water bed?" And funny story, I had a water bed mm-hmm. growing up, mm-hmm. and when you sleep on a water bed, it sounds like waves. Mm-hmm. Like it's oceany. Like right. you can hear the waves. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I think that's where my asphyxiation with the ocean started. Right. Obviously. But we had to get rid of it when I was like 10 because I would have reoccurring nightmares that I was, there were sharks in my bed. Oh my God. And I wouldn't want to sleep in it because I'd hear the water mm-hmm. and then I'd have dreams that there were sharks and I'd wake up. Oh my God. But then I was saying too, once I got like a little, like 10, Mind you, I'm like a petite Asian person, so it's not like a ton of weight. But once I got to be about 10, too, if you roll, because it's kind of like a distribution of weight with right. the water, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you rolled at all, you instantly would start rolling down into the right. waterbed and land into the the crack, which, by the way, <laughs> waterbeds, because it's a mattress made of water, right, had very high wooden sides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you would roll, you would face plant 
into the wall on your bed and it would hurt. And I woke up a few times with like bruises from like slamming my face. Cause if you start to roll once, you just can't stop. It's like going down a hill. I think it depends how much you fill it too. Right. Well, apparently my parents didn't love me enough to fill it to a level that I could just like sleep. <laughs> that soundly. was not dangerous. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, it's literally was like sleeping on a trampoline. So yeah. So I had to be very careful. You had to like sleep right in the middle of it, not move right. too Don't much. Move. Yeah. And then I'd have a nightmare and start like, you know, thrashing and bam, face plant, you know? Oh my God. So then we started talking, but then I told Anna this previously and she goes, I feel like we've talked about this before. So if we have, I apologize. Right. But then Rico, Dan, his wife and I all got into a conversation of how did people have sex on waterbeds? I mean, it had to have been real. If it's not filled, like if it's filled to the way that your parents did it, <laughs> it had to have been awkward AF. I'm like, there had to be so many knee bruises. Yeah. Of just like you are rolling. And then yeah. like, I mean, those, the wooden, the wood on the ass, like I can't imagine. I feel like I'd get motion sickness. I mean, yeah. It you really... end up getting vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> No waterbed. What the hell? Yeah. No, that would not work out at all. And we were just talking about how, like, you know, back in like the days, it was like waterbed sex was like the thing. Yeah. But I feel like it's like shower. You know sex. why? Because some of it is a lot less work for well, I men, can sort of see I that, but I men. also think it's more work because you have to have a strong core <laughs> to, to keep your balance on a waterbed. I'm telling you. God, I hope my neighbors are outside. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's actually, it would be like, okay, if you do a sit up on the floor yeah. versus a sit up on one of the balls, yeah, mm -hmm. your core is doing mm -mm. so much more work. Yeah. So I am just like, I think it's like, to me, it's like shower sex. If you don't have like a very elaborate shower scheme that allows right. ledges for you to sit on that are maybe not made out of tile and grout. Yeah. It sounds like a good idea, but the execution is not always no, ideal. It's not that great. Right? I think it's like a waterbed. It sounds great, but I, and then I'm also like, you could bust a hole in that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where you're using that could bust a hole, but yeah, that's totally, <laughs> totally doable. Totally doable. My spiked collar. No, I'm just yeah. joking. I'm totally joking. We are not into that. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that's a super good point. So, now, this actually raises another question for me. So, I'm ready. <laughs> and into my other, wait, what? Um, so I bought a mattress. And this is the first. So <laughs> I have, the last time I got a brand new mattress, I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> and I don't know if people, if this is just my family, if this is like um, uh, an immigrant thing or a <laughs> cultural thing. But like my family has mattresses forever. We do too. Okay. Thank you. We do too. Okay. So, um, the last time I got a new one, I was in eighth grade. So we bought our first new mattress. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Before that we had Dan's grandpa's mattress that actually, whenever we made the bed, we had to put a towel over one spot because the wire actually went through. Oh my God. So if you didn't want like a fun little surprise in your back, right. You had to put, we always had to make right. sure the towel was uh -huh. over the spring. Right. That popped through the mattress. Yep. Yep. It's cool. So my eighth grade mattress came with me when we bought our house and we moved in together. Well, whatever. It doesn't, logistics don't matter. Anyway, so that was our marital bed, we'll call it. <laughs> so Josh took that. So I got a new one. So my parents were like, you know what? We'll buy you a new one. And I oh, was like, that's sweet. Really nice. Yeah, right? Yeah. So we went to a few furniture places. I found one. 
And then my sister had called in between and was like, listen, we bought a new mattress for our guest room. We have a mattress. It's legit 25 years old, (laughs) but it's been slept on like maybe 20 times. Oh, wow. So it was like brand new. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. She's like, it's a little firm. I'm like, it's fine. I'll buy like a memory phone. Yeah, for for sure. No, she was not joking. It is firm AF. So <laughs> it's actually wood. Yeah, exactly. Wood with cloth so over it's it. Concrete. <laughs> so that was my bed for a, probably like a year. Okay. And then my sister Christina bought a new mattress and she's like, This is a newer mattress. <laughs> like, this is seriously my You're life. like orphaned with mattresses. I it's know. like people are just like, oh, give Anna the mattress. Exactly. So she's like, <laughs> Do you want it? And I'm like, you know what? It's gotta be less firm than what I'm sleeping on. So yeah, okay, I'll take it. Right. So I got that mattress. The first night I was like, nope, this is not happening. But I've had it for a few months at this point. Yeah. Um, it's, it's seen better days. Okay. So I'm like, that's it. I am a 40 year old fucking adult woman. I'm buying (laughs) myself a new mattress. That's the end of it. So after I don't know, four months of research <laughs> and trying to find it. I'm like, and now I'm, now we're in quarantine and I'm like, that's it. I'm buying a new mattress. For sure. Because like, now's a great time to buy a new mattress. Dumbass. May or may not be doing that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to buy one. So I was in Big Lots the other day. Okay. First of all, I was like, there's no mattress places open, but there actually are. I found one on Wayfair. Okay. That got really good reviews. And then I had gone to Big Lots for something the other day and they have mattresses there. So I sat on some and I'm like, now I have COVID-19. And <laughs> Good to tell me now that I'm at your house. Yeah. Cool. We're six feet apart. You're fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I haven't coughed on you. Yeah, we're good. Um, so <laughs> I tried some out and I was like, all right. So now I overanalyze the fucking shit out of this. Yeah. For someone who's very, oh whatever the universe sends me, the universe sends me. I'm going to go with the flow. Not with mattresses. Nope. Not with mattresses. (laughs) So I'm literally texting friends like, do I get the one that I actually tested out or do I get the one on Wayfair that has warranty? Like, I'm not even kidding you. So finally yesterday I was like, stop it. So I bought a mattress. Where'd you get it? Did you get the one at Big Lots? I got the one at Big Lots. They have curbside, curbside pickup. So I bought it online and they put it in my car and then I tried to get Max to help me bring it into the house, <laughs> which it ended up being super heavy. And I was Aww. not very nice to him when he dropped it. Oh, boy. And I was oh like, boy. it's fine. It's fine. And I had to apologize afterwards. But so we got it out of the original box and I realized, oh, the inside box actually has little wheels on it. It's like a suitcase. Oh. Where it has little wheels oh. on it. So I dragged a queen size mattress in a box up all of my stuff <gasps> one at a time and brought it upstairs and you have to let it like so then you cut the have you ever bought a mattress in a box yes okay so you know you yes. gotta like unwrap it it's and, gotta go for a couple days yeah yes. exactly so I let it go for 20 it's been yeah. in there like 24 hours yeah. now so and I keep measuring it to see if it's at full height oh my goodness I'm like this is my okay so this is who I am now um so I'm ready to the reason why I was dragging a mattress out is because you're ready for today, your new sleeping experience. I'm putting my new sleeping yeah. experience. So it's memory foam. I hope it's better than a waterbed. Well, that's what I'm wondering. 
Like, how is that? I mean, not that I'm ever having sex again because everybody's in quarantine anyway. No, I'll tell you what. The- <laughs> we got a mattress in a box. We got a Casper one. Mm-hmm. Keely, by the way, for years, my kids have had way better mattress- mattresses than us. Yeah. That's why two years ago, we're like, we're buying a good mattress. Right. Keely has a Casper. And I think Kennedy's is tough to needle. Uh-huh. Both amazing. Both mm-hmm. came in a box. I would sleep in their bed any day of the week. If I would like go to read like Kennedy stories and yeah. I'd be asleep because we had, Ugh. again, springy, That's so spring nice. happy over here. Right, right. And uh, yeah, and then we realized we need a new bed. But we ended up going with a sattva. We did not okay. get memory foam for us. We got right. like the, I don't know, whatever. I don't well, know what it is. what I wanted because this is, again, my life now. I've been having like intense like chronic neck and shoulder pain for probably over a year now. We know you've talked about that a lot with yeah, your neck with my hammock. neck hammock. So I bought a new pillow a couple oh, yeah. weeks ago. That's a memory foam pillow, and one side is a little bit lower, the other side's higher. So it's supposed to like kind of cradle your head and support your neck in a way. It works. Oh, that's good. It that's was great. thirty dollars. There you go for a pillow, but totally worked. So now I'm hoping this helps my hip pain because I'm a hundred years old. <laughs> So I wanted either a hybrid, which is springs and memory foam. Okay. Or just memory foam because that's better for your like pressure points. Right, right. That makes sense. Again, this is <laughs> I want to stop talking about this right now because I just realized. Or just make sure when you start dating, don't tell them you have a podcast. Oh dear God, for real. <laughs> ever. Ever. Or tell them to press stop after we talk about waterbed sex. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't get this far into it. Yeah. So I'm super interested. If anybody knows about memory foam and <laughs> if anyone wants to message Anna while watching Virgin River with your neck hammocks and your memory foam. Mattresses. I'd watch your tongue with Virgin River because there are a lot of fans out there. I get I got a lot of clapbacks on that. So <laughs> I, I will slow down. But speaking of TV, yeah, we can go right into our next subject, which yes. is what are you watching? So I just finished working, Mom. Oh, I liked this past season. Oh, it's so good, it's right? So I, I love so that working show. moms for me, I did not like season one. I couldn't get into it because I thought it was over dramatized mm-hmm. of like certain situations. Some mm-hmm. situations I felt like were on the nose, but. Mm-hmm. The first season, I was like, those experiences are terrible on their own. You didn't have to make them worse right. because just the simple act of them was terrible. But mm. then second season, they totally made it more relatable yeah. and real. Yeah. And I fell in love with it. Right. And third season, I loved. I mean, second, third season, I watched in like a day. Yeah. And I really liked the new season. And it was funny because like, you know, I just have it on like when I'm cleaning or like doing my makeup. And then all of a sudden, like, it was like, okay, such and so happens. And then I was like, and then I'm like, wait, why didn't the next one start? What happened? What, what where's the next I one? Know. And it was done. Yeah. I was it like, felt that felt super short. short. Yeah. It felt very short. Yeah. I yeah. didn't love that. Yeah. Um. So I'm still on season two of Dead to Me. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm, I'm on, I just started season two. Okay. Well, when I say just started, meaning I'm on episode four. Okay, because so that's about, I think I'm on okay. five or six. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know how many there are in the season. Maybe 10? I Eight, have 10? to say, though, like, I don't, I don't love it as much as season one. I haven't decided yet. I yeah. just love Christina Applegate so much. So the two of them, so oh. that's that's the thing, is that I love those characters I so much. I love those characters. And that whole relationship. Yes. So much. So, so much. So that's what's keeping me watching. But yes. the storyline, I'm like, No, you're right. Like... It's their connection as characters right. is the heart of that. Mm-hmm. I love Christina 
um, Applegate. I love when the PTSA mom comes up to her. Hey, we need some more Herma mommies to help out. And she's like, go to hell. And she's in church. And I'm like, I love you. You're my spirit animal. Um, I do love her. But you're right. I think the first season really focused on the real relationship between those two women, how complicated it was. Mm -hmm. But as complicated as it was, like you still learn to forgive. You still are friends throughout it mm-hmm. all. You still mm-hmm. have a humanness about you. And right. I, I really loved their relationship and how it evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, season two so far, their friendship still is what keeps me afloat. But mm-hmm. for sure, it's not nearly as murder mystery as the first season. Right. And I love a good murder. Right. Yeah. Which no. brings me into my other topic. Tell me. That Rico. Yeah. <laughs> Rico had a lot to say and then said, you're all, you're putting all this on the podcast, right? I'm like, sure, totally. I mean, do we need to zoom in Rico? I mean, <laughs> I don't think we can. I'll tell you who Rico is when we're done recording. Okay. Um, But Rico also um really was like, so my wife and I were talking and we were like, what would be the perfect murder? And if you were to murder someone, who would be your phone call? Like, who's your friend that would help you bury a body? Mm. And how would you murder someone? Mm. So I'm putting it out there in the universe because I already know my answers. Okay. Because I only ask questions I know the answers to because I'm an asshole like that. You are an asshole like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell you right now, I know exactly who my first phone call would be. Who? My friend Mary. Oh, I love that. No doubt. I've met Mary. She's pretty badass. I could see that. She's badass and she has she's literally obsessed with true crime. Oh, so she would, she know. would know exactly what to do. She would know. Yeah. She'd probably take over and just be like, I got it. Don't worry about it. Well, I I always knew what the perfect murder would be. Jackie yeah. Schimmel talked about it on her podcast and I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. And then, um, but she would murder someone with an icicle. So you, you're pretty limited on seasonally when you can perform this murder. Right. Uh, but icicle, you wrap foil around it where yeah. your hand is and then yeah. you stab them with it because yeah. those things are pretty crazy if you see them off the side right. of your house. Yeah. And then your murder weapon melts. Yeah. You literally have no murder weapon. Yeah. But then I always couldn't figure out what to do with the body. And Rico and his wife That's said the yeah. they would put it in Lake Erie with like an oil drum with tons of like rocks and stuff. And I said, no, no. I would not be able to sleep at night thinking that at any moment someone could find it. Like yeah, I can't this isn't have the it Sopranos. out there. So pretty much this has been like, you know, something I've thought about. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just I don't have a good answer. And then comes Carol Baskin. And I'm like, Being into the tigers. We're gonna find a tiger processor. No, I think you just need to get a meat grinder. You know, get the sardine. You oil. would be able. No, I can't handle. Human body. No. First of all, let it be known, I can't handle when my kids get a bloody nose. I almost passed out in the bathroom one time. <laughs> oh my but, god! But you know, in thinking of like, I never want evidence. Right. Meat grinder drive as south as you need to go to find an alligator. Right. And then throw all that shit in a swamp. I like how alligator was your go-to. Alligators, like, demolish their prey. They do. But... Or do wild pigs. Humans? Wild pigs. Did you ever see Snatch? I did not see. Wild pigs. I did not see I thought about this. Um, <laughs> I feel like burning is the only way to go. Or burning. I said burning, too, but you still have to do something with their teeth. Yeah, teeth I was don't just going to say, yeah. See, meat, meat grinder grinds all that shit. And... I don't know if it'll grind teeth, though. Yeah, it grinds everything. No way. Ask Carol Baskin. Even the bones? Yeah. Well, she's clearly not being truthful. Yeah. (laughs) And then you have to find some kind of animal that will eat it. Yeah. Do tigers eat the bones, though? 
I don't know. I feel like if you grind them up into tiny little pieces, they well, would. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would probably eat them if I'm grinding them up into <laughs> many pieces. I mean, it's like Sweeney Todd. Or you could be like really <laughs> crazy and like Sweeney Todd where they grind it up and then make it into pies and serve them to the whole neighborhood. Yeah, Do you ever see that? Yeah. So I love Sweeney Todd, by the way, because I just love this whole concept of they took all the people who were villains in the community and then they grinded their bodies up and then put them into pies and fed them back to the community. Mental note, don't accept a pie from Faith. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I'm going to bring you a pie tomorrow. <laughs> Like it's chicken. Meat pie. It's chicken. Um, so let's talk about real housewives. Real housewives. Which thank the Lord, these ladies are <laughs> like crazy because it is the only thing that makes quarantine look normal. Right? Quarantine looks normal compared to the shit going down on that show. Okay. Uh, I don't know. How's uh, Beverly Hills or New York? Because let's go Beverly Hills first because it's on first. Beverly Hills first. What are your thoughts? Um, Kyle's lost her mind. She thinks she's I on can't. like some sort of like, like egotistical narcissistic all. high. Yeah. I've always been able to stand by Kyle, even when I haven't liked her in the past until yeah. this season. Yeah. No, I cannot I handle so her. I am so fucking done with her. And yeah. I don't like that she keeps throwing Denise Richards under the bus. She Why didn't just she say so it in rude. last week. She said it again this week. Yeah. Okay, ragamuffin. You look like a ragamuffin. Well, guess what? Your bangs look like shit. That's what I wanted to say to Kyle. I, I do kind of like her bangs. Well, okay. Well, Sorry. I'm just, I don't like that she calls Denise Richards a ragamuffin. No, she's an asshole. And I love Hands that down. Denise is like, hi, every magazine you've ever picked up, I've been on the cover of. That's exactly. Oh, totally true. Who the fuck are you, Kyle Richards? Exactly. You know what you were before the show started? Paris Hilton's aunt. And nobody even knew that. And when you were on E! True Hollywood Story for Paris Hilton, you were labeled as Paris Hilton's aunt. You are the aunt of a girl who became famous for the phrase, that's hot. I feel like the police are being called now. Uh, <laughs> so entertaining. No, they got called I when we started talking about murder. Yeah, for real. These girls are planning something uh, in their backyard. If one has a flare, I'd be concerned. Um, no, I totally agree. Like, she's out of control. She's out of control this she season. She is such an asshole. She needs season. to be knocked down a couple. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, even Teddy's kind of annoying, too. Teddy is annoying as fuck. She's so judgy so judgy. Why is she so judgmental? Yeah. And she's totally not forthright about anything she says. And like, I feel like their arguments are the stupidest arguments. Like, hands down. Yeah. Why do we keep talking about Dorit getting glam? I know. The retreat. Like, this is not significant. And I'm going to say this, and I've on? said this in the past. Yeah. If I was ever a celebrity, I would be like, please Photoshop me, please cook for me, and please yeah. do my hair and makeep every day. And time. I would never be apologetic about no, it. No, exactly. Like, why like, do you Please care? do it. I have Why the money care? to afford to look better. Yeah. I'm going to look better. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, man. I really could use one. Everybody <laughs> is super sensitive yeah. on the show this season. Yes. But here's the thing. I totally get that. And I totally, like, I get that. But then stop being so judgy. Right. The whole fucking season right. is a bunch of projections. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And in opposite, in Real Housewives of New York, the whole season is a bunch of triggering. Oh, my God. So we have projections in, in Beverly Hills yeah. and triggering in New York. Holy shit. Okay. So I feel like Jorinda, we're going to switch New York. For she's, go she's going through it. She's going through it. Yeah. She's out of her mind. But I don't dislike her. Like, I love Dorinda. Again, going into the season, Dorinda's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I don't dislike her as much as Kyle. 
because Mm -hmm. almost all of my girlfriends, honestly, with the exception of you, and you and I had this conversation Mm -hmm. with the, I don't mean to point that's aggressive, but with the exception of you, when my girlfriends have gone through any sort of big breakup or divorce, they lose their fucking shit. Yeah, I kept that inside. You did. And do you remember you and I had a conversation? Yeah. You, there were a couple points where like I started to feel like you might go that way. And I was so worried because I'm like, no, but Anna's literally the best person I've ever met in my life. She can't go that way because I've lost friends that way. She's going to go dark. You like pulled yourself in so well and you never went to that point ever. And I was like, I don't, now I'm just going to tell you, shoes on the other foot. I can't promise that. Right. But- <laughs> I appreciate the heads up. But I will say I was so proud of you. But I feel like when I see Dorinda, it's like ever see someone where they hit a point that's so bad that instead of being like angry or mad at it, you almost feel sad. Yeah. That's the point I'm at with Dorinda. I'm not mad at her like Kyle. I think she's really going through it. She clearly lost the love of her life. I cannot begin to imagine the state I would be in and the inner bitterness that she has that is now coming out. I yeah. do think, I think it was maybe Ramona or Sonia that said she hates Tinsley because Tinsley had what she had. Yeah. And Tinsley doesn't like Durinda because Durinda had what Tinsley doesn't. Yeah. She has a kid. She has this. She's self-sufficient. Like yeah. they don't like each other because they're both not happy. Yes. Tinsley at this point in her life is not happy because she's not married. She's not having kids, blah, 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 blah. Right. Durinda's not happy because she doesn't have anyone taking care of her because Durinda has to totally take care of herself. Yeah. And she feels very little sympathy for Tinsley. Mm-hmm. And Tinsley feels very little sympathy for Durinda. It's so crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah. And I just wish that like an outsider would just be like, Hey, guys, instead of the women trying to figure it out. I know. Like, I know. And I do feel like neither of them are going to be able to be friends until they're happy with who they are inside. Or until, oh, 100%. Like, they don't have a shot at friendship. No. Until they can, like, find some inner peace. Yeah. You know? Well, and they're just going to destroy all of the other relationships in their life. And I don't love how low Dorinda goes. Dorinda goes, like, very low. Savage. And it it started to feel like bullying. I'm not going to lie. When she came at Tinsley. And I give Tinsley credit. Now, you know, I have not been a Tinsley fan in the past. Correct. I like Tinsley this season. Yeah. I think she actually is putting it all out there. And I would not have been able to handle someone like Dorinda coming at me nearly as well as Tinsley did. There's no way I would have stayed on that damn hayride. I would have been on the first Uber home. That bitch has thousands of dollars. You're not contracted to stay for a hayride. They love it when you walk off and take your mic off and say, stop recording. She could have done that. Exactly. She didn't. She stuck it out. So I will say I'm changing my tune about Tinsley. No. Dorinda is being very bad, but she's like my child who I still love. Yeah. And I think she's going through it. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then Anna and I had this conversation. Who the fuck is Elise? Yeah. <laughs> Where did she come from? She's Ramona's friend. And and I but know like, this. We don't even like, know her backstory. Fr- the first, who is she married to? What it? Where does exactly. she live? Like, what? well, that's the thing. Like the first few episodes, she literally was labeled Elise, Ramona's friend, and yes. now all of a sudden she's doing confessionals. She's in confessionals. I'm sorry, and I was like, Bravo. What now? Yeah, and I was like, Oh, is she just going to show up in an episode with a tagline next week? Yeah, exactly. So I told Anna. I said, Anna, if you were to down the road start dating you know, someone, mm-hmm. and it became very serious. Mm-hmm. Would you just, like, have him start showing up to parties and stuff? And not really, like, no one acknowledged that man behind the curtain, but he's just here now, slowly. Right. Oh, who's that? Oh, it's Anna's friend. Oh, that's Anna's friend. And then, boom, he's on your Christmas card. Yeah. It's like, that's how I felt with Bravo. I feel like we are the <laughs> children of Bravo. We just went through the divorce of Bethany. And now I'm like, who's this bitch they're trying to sneak in? 
now she's doing a confessional. Well, she must be important. Why didn't you tell us she's important? No, I, see, I don't I like was, that they're creeping her into this. I was comparing it to when you're at a party and you realize it's a couple's party and then there's only one other guy there yeah. who is not yes. coupled. Third wheel. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like the third like, wheel. Oh, okay. So am I just being coupled with this guy? Because yeah. she's creeping in, in the background. Happening? I don't know anything about him. Nobody even told me he was showing up. Yeah. Are we supposed to acknowledge this person? Who is yeah. this person? Exactly. And what's the deal with her bangs? Why I don't, don't like, like anybody's bangs no. this season. Yeah, that's very clear. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I get that. No, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. Um, no, I totally. Yeah. No, I don't like it. So I, I wish no Andy would give us some answers. I know. Right. And also, I've been watching reunions and stuff with Andy because he's been doing everything you just said on your own I hair did. clip. Oh, that, my God. Did that feel like a waterbed? Uh, <laughs> if, if it was filled with the fucking Did it feel porcupine? like my old mattress with a spring that popped through? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, man. But um, Andy Cohen, like, even on his, like, Watch What Happens Live or his reunions, he yeah. must be really fucking bored because I am not loving him on his show lately. He is only trying to stir the pot. He's like Lisa Rinna on steroids. <gasps> Stop. And I'm not liking it because usually he's very good at always kind of having the same view as the viewer. Yeah. Or at least coming in and asking questions that, like, would mm-hmm. come from us Mm -hmm. supposedly but he's been very biased very catty and very choosy about what he is asking people and i'm like you are only asking only to start up drama which i understand that's what these shows are made of but there was still a little authenticity with it Mm -hmm. you know i kind of Mm -hmm. always gave andy a little bit more respect than just like some gossipy type talk show host and Mm -hmm. lately i have not been loving him i feel like he is like bored and needs to like stir shit up and like he purposely takes a side that nobody would take that's interesting to start a whole new maybe he's over quarantine dimension to like a problem that's already a good enough problem on its own right it's so weird i'm not loving andy cohen right now and i want him to tell me who elise is yeah exactly explain it (laughs) um do you have anything else faith i don't think so yeah I don't think so. I mean, we could talk about Roni for a long time. I will say just as like kind of an ending note, Mm -hmm. like we talked about quarantine Mm -hmm. and uh, we said, you know, beginning of quarantine was like when you had your first child. You know, I was like, don't touch the mailbox. Don't like anything from Amazon. Sanitize your hands before you touch the baby. Although I still am like that, as Anna can attest, because I had to go into her house for a hot second. I was (laughs) petrified to touch anything. But I mean, you know, very OCD. And I feel like now we've been in this for what, two months? Yeah. Two full months. And I feel like we're all on our second child version of quarantine. We're like, well, yeah, it's yeah a, you know, it's a lesson, all that. Oh, did that pass by your phone on the floor? Just put it back in its mouth. Yeah, we're good. We're, we're good. good. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just go ahead and lay down on that Big Lots mattress and yes. see how it feels? Sneeze right over on me. <laughs> we're good. It's fine. You don't need masks anymore. But I feel like everyone's Ugh. going through the second child syndrome right oh also can we talk about how people are not putting the mask over their nose yeah what the, that's like, literally do you not understand i saw a comparison and someone said it's literally like having your pants with your penis yes, out exactly. for sure that's supposed to be covering so up funny. something for a reason oh my so god so let's keep that covered people 100 i'm just really scared what's going to happen if we go into Ugh. third child syndrome of quarantine uh yeah which is going to be called phase one which is going to be called the revolution of people against quarantine uh, yeah <laughs> Exactly. I think it started in some southern states, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. I think it started in here, too. <laughs> it was like 10 people. Western it was York. like 10 people in Western New York. Oh, my God. Yeah. But anyways. <sighs> so, this was, guys, this was super fun. This was fun. It's nice to see your face. It's nice to see your face. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for staying six feet away from me. Perfect. This was perfect. Um, Catch us on social media. Let's just go for one on Instagram and Facebook. Don't bother Twitter. We don't. 
we do can, now because Chris Evans is on it a lot. Um, he's always been on Twitter a lot, but now he's on Instagram. Now he's on both. Yeah. I don't need anything else besides Instagram <laughs> now. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.